This is Chronic Victory Podcast number 550. I'm your host, David Montez, where I usually say, take what you can use, leave the rest behind. And I'm going to stay by that. If you can take something from anything that's discussed on Chronic Victory Podcast and use that, implement that into your life, then that's good. That's mission success. That's what we want. But first, before we proceed, the healthy place nutrition store best nutrition store in the usa they get my vote for that anyways findyourhealthyplace.com use coupon code victory save 20 percent all the time shipping always free so if you're looking for some supplementation go there check them out also wild theory cbd wildtheory.com for any cbd needs coupon code victory also 20 percent off free shipping all the time And let's not forget my kind of addiction right now, beard oil and beard products, Lit Beard Company, L-I-T, Lit Beard Company, litbeardco.com. Check them out, veteran-owned small business, and Healthy Places, small business as well. Let's support them during this time. So today, I'm going to be honest with you guys, I'm really tired. I woke up with one of those tired headaches, did not get enough sleep. I think I'm going to struggle if I don't have a co-host. I'm going to need a co-host with me. Is any one of you willing to co-host with me today? (coughs) Who's that? Who's there? (laughs) Who is that? Who's knocking? Should I I knock? Should I knock? Hello? Ladies and gentlemen, it's Beth and Collier from Fibro Face Off. Wow. Surprise, surprise. Didn't expect to see you here, even though we've been talking for the last hour. (laughs) Who what who was that that you were chatting to? That went on for ages. <laughs> um, it's good to be back. It's so good to be here. I can't believe him. that you uh, you didn't mention in our pre-show chat that it was uh, the 50th episode. That is so cool. Thank you I so want, much. I for knew you were going to say something, so I wanted to surprise you and thank you. That's a big deal, mate. That's huge. Yeah, was, I hope to have like a hundred in the first year, but that that's ridiculousness. That's too much. Well, that, yeah, I mean, that'd be like that'd be two a week. That's insane. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about this. I like that you're the the halfway to 100 mark, which means we'll I have you on the 100 mark too. Oh, don't don't make promises you can't keep, mate. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I can at least try. <laughs> so Love this it. is going to be really excited. Me too. This is going to be kind of a chill and chat. I just feel like I need a chat, mm-hmm. not too structured, and we're just going to roll with it. Uh, we've we've kind of already caught up already, but there's a there's kind of a topic that we both stumbled upon today, and that's kind of not having to. Well, let's see. How, how would you how'd you put it exactly? My 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 whole thing is stay in the fight, right? That's mm-hmm. like the the saying. But this is my this might shock some people, but you don't always have to fight. Mm. Like you don't need to feel like everything is is a is a battle it's it's okay to take a break i think is what i'm getting at yeah like sometimes it's okay just to exist yes and the bare minimum is acceptable sometimes yeah i actually said that in the last recording like the next time you face a dispute disagreement have the urge to fire back maybe ask yourself is this is there any reason to fight about this is arguing actually going to help solve anything because, as they say, the truly educated aren't quarrelsome. 
quiet. I think it's I think it's more beneficial to relax, take a breath, resist the temptation for conflict. Because if think, you're like me, if you feel kind of burned out, if you're just always trying to, if everything everything is a battle and you're always fighting. Well, that's yeah, it's exhausting. It's exhausting, and you will you will hit a wall. I think like you just just uh, said a word uh, resist. Um, like for me, it's like getting to these points is like is a resilience builder, and I think resilience. So you have to excuse me because you're saying you're tired. I'm not necessarily tired, but I am definitely a bit foggy and I'm not in my usual environment. So I'm getting distracted by other things. Um, but I can understand, I can understand what you're saying. And what I'm trying to describe is it's very easy in the early days, I think, to when you're having good times, get carried away and think like, oh, this is great. This is great. This is great. It's great. There will always be things that surprise you and things that like test you and challenge you. So I think it's learning ways and techniques along your path to uh, make it so that those, like your current situation right now, is that you're you're describing it as feeling tired, and you're just a bit like, Oof. and that's cool and that's okay and existing is great. Yeah. What I take from that is that that is great because you're not, you've not like fallen, you've not gone like, oh that's it, that's the end. It's like I can't deal with this anymore. This is another thing. This is another thing. It's not like you've not temporarily resigning. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah. And surprise, newsflash, you don't need to win every little fight and quarrel. You got to pick your battles, right? Mm-hmm. And think how much better we would feel if we kind of conquer that urge to fight every little, fight and win every little battle. I like to see it as, we kind of touched on it before, but like our quarrel that we have is much bigger than some of these worldly kind of human things that we get caught up in. Hell yeah. Yeah, you better, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Now recording. <laughs> We got cut off there because of all the gamers on a Sunday. Um, World of Warcraft. Does anybody actually still play that? Is that still yeah. a thing? They made a film of it, didn't they, a few years ago? Oh, God, that's right. And now my dog's barking. It's such a professional operation. Never saw that. I love it. It's great. Um, yeah. So just before I continue to slate any more on War of Warcraft, were you a fan? Are you a fan? Do you still play? No. Okay. Cool. No. Um, I play a I, different game though. It's probably uh, just as bad. Um, <laughs> I just, I personally don't get gaming. I, I mean, I do to an extent. I do to an extent. Uh, so I, I used to love DJ Hero. That was my thing. Oh. Um. Been talking so to my do, wife. Do, oh, is she a DJ Hero fan? Yeah, dance, dance, uh, DJ, all that stuff. They need to bring it back, man. They stopped making it after DJ Hero too. Yeah. And they made like an Eminem Jay Z special that was just like so cool. <laughs> That's and right SSX, up your alley. Yeah, SSX Tricky was my favorite video game of all time. Oh yeah, that was a good one. GameCube. Yeah, it's amazing. If I'm not mistaken. Um, EA Sports, it's in the game. Um, was <laughs> my favorite you, thing to hear. <laughs> yeah. EA Sports microtransactions. <laughs> I wish we were sponsored by EA Sports oh, to no. the game. We'd be ridiculed. <laughs> we, you don't want that. Really? Why is yeah. that? Yeah, uh, they're they're just they're known for being awful and like releasing content before it's like tested and it just fails. And they make you buy all these like little crates and boxes within the game after you buy the game. 
Uh, okay, sorry. So people people kind of hate them right now. <laughs> the way the way you said the way you started with like, oh no, they're awful. I was like, oh, what do they like? Like, did like kids work for them? Like, are they are they are their staff underpaid? What's wrong? <laughs> they, re- the they release content and it doesn't work so well. Oh, okay. Yeah. They release <laughs> games that the game blow up that your uh, PlayStation. <laughs> like, it literally explodes. It's happened. Not even kidding. Really. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe they're not so great. Then. And they're like, oh, sorry, you prepaid $100 for this game. We're just going to quit on it because I guess it didn't work. <laughs> like, oh, they just what? like they give up. Yeah. They see a challenge and quit. Yeah, which is something we don't do here on Chronicle no. Podcast. No, we have, we, have no, we have no room for quitters. We have room for stallers. Yeah, I and barely stop, have stop room for this recording bot in Discord named Craig. So <laughs> okay. I can't fit any more quitters in here because he already quit on us once. Got no, we've got no time for Craig. That's right. Um, so, yeah, right. So before Craig so rudely interrupted us. Yeah, and he'll probably um, cut us off again. We'll have to get going, but let's get back <laughs> on it. Let's get back on the uh, the heart train. The yes. Train. Yeah, so what you were saying about... Um, what were you saying about the heart? The heart. Yeah. So how we, how did we even get to the point where we head. feel like we have to win every little battle and quarrel with everybody and everything that comes our way? And I think it comes down to like having some wounds and having to repair your own heart. Absolutely, like one hundred percent agree with that, and that is a huge, a huge part of what my recovery this year, throughout this year, has been. Has been exploring. Like you know, when you when someone cuts you off when you're driving and someone cuts you off or doesn't oh, yeah. indicate, and you're suddenly finding yourself raging and shouting that they haven't done that because yeah. they're a stupid human being, or the person that is driving the car and you're sat next to you just has road rage. Yeah, like that. Does it really matter? Does it? Yeah, really exactly. Like a, it doesn't matter, but b, if it matters to you in that moment, or you're expressing the fact that it does matter. That isn't what matters. There is something going on behind the surface. So a technique that um, I've a very simple technique that I've learned through therapy is to consistently, like internally and externally, um, ask myself why. Like, so if I find myself being pissed off or I'm starting to get stressed or I get angry at someone or something I just question why, like, why is this happening? Why, why did I react like that? Why did I, like, and nine times out of 10, it isn't because of what somebody else did. It's because of what I'm feeling or something that I haven't corrected within myself. Yeah. Um. So yeah, look, when you were talking about that, I was like, I was hearing why, why is that happening? Why is, why is that a thing? Why is that a thing? And, yeah, it, and you're right. It's about the wounds beneath individually things that people carry with them like somebody yeah. the classic if you're abused if you went through something rough maybe it was a maybe somebody died maybe mm-hmm. you're picked on really bad at some point yeah um, you lost something you lost i don't know your job or whatever mm-hmm. maybe you're abandoned at some point adulthood childhood victimized in some way and it's just something yeah. that you're like it's kind of like well, my version is a lot smaller right now because it's not as serious as some of those issues. But uh, like we were talking before we started, surgeries are lining up. Mm-hmm. It's getting kind of annoying. And I'm like, well, and this is a shit attitude we've established, but why even try? Why even get out there and, 
and try and work out today or, or be healthy if I know the storm is coming anyways. And so it's mm-hmm. like these people, when something happens that's really bad to them, they're like, why even why even try to be better? Because I don't know how to deal with this or because it was so bad that I just, I can't, I can't trust people anymore or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then they carry that with them and they kind of, ref- every, everybody kind of knows this too. It's like they kind of mirror that. They kind of, they kind of express that frustration with the world by being something that's less than uh, desirable as a person. Mm-hmm. And so you see people commit crimes and, and people just kind of hate on one another, become shallow, don't really hold yeah. values. And maybe that all seems negative, but I think, you know, the more you point it out and kind of, like you said, is self-reflection, just kind of ask yourself, why? Why am I the way I am? Why mm-hmm. does this text bother me? Or why Why do I get so mad and my heart is racing when somebody cuts me off or in traffic or something? Like, the, yeah. why can't I let the small, if you can't let the small stuff go, how are you going to deal with that next big thing? Yeah. That's kind like, of the issue. What, what, is, what is bubbling? What is going on beneath the surface for you? And it's, I think it's really, really important to consistently ask yourself why these things. And like also with the why nots. So like, you know, you're saying about having surgery in a few months time and you're sort of, you're starting to ruminate and ask yourself like, oh, why, what's the point? Like, why not? Why not have that surgery? Why not? Like there's going to be something that comes from that. Um, it may not be good immediately, but you know from experience of where you have been in your deepest, darkest depths of struggle that it gets better. It always does. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Why not, guys? Mm. I like that. I had a friend tell me last week something interesting, and I've been chewing on it for a while. Thought I'd run it by you. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. But I think he's honest something. And he said, we're kind of talking about the same thing. And he's like, you know we're talking about, well, what's the cure for all this stuff? You know, we could talk about this all the time and doesn't mean anything's going to happen, but what's the cure? And one could be like, Oh, kindness, love. And that stuff's great. But he's like, no, I disagree. I think 95% of all the problem solving with people would just be forgiveness. Forgiveness is like 95% of solving a problem with somebody. Mm. I was like, damn. I mean, he didn't, yeah. like, he's like, I don't know if it's 95%, but based on what I know, and uh, he's a, uh, he reads the Bible a lot. He's like, based on what I know from that too, in conjunction with what I already think and I already know, I'd say 95% of problem solving is, especially when it comes to a person or you have a problem with somebody, it's just forgiveness. That's powerful. Yeah. I, I like so. that. I like that. And I, so I've been um, I've been attending a group called an Alpha. So I've been attending a course called an Alpha course, which is a faith-based discovery um, like community. So we meet weekly yeah. and we discuss um, we discuss different aspects to Christianity. Um, and forgiveness is obviously a topic that comes up with that. Yes. forgiveness is something for me again sort of going back to my therapy something that I have been learning to do for myself so I'm not uh I no longer hold like shame about a lot of the actions and or behaviors that I have displayed in what I am like starting to refer to as a past life because I no longer identify with the angry person that was 
oh, going around cool. not being uh not being my best self and not living to the best of my abilities back then yeah so you're um, talking about forgiving yourself yeah which yeah. for me was really has been a really really important part and process of my recovery this year specifically Same um, here. because of how much shame i and like shame we could talk for hours on shame but yeah i i needed to get to a point of forgiving myself and then in discussion with the alpha course when we get to the point of discussing forgiveness and what that looks like and what that feels like for ourselves and for and with others you know it's it takes a strong person to forgive as simple as that it takes a strong person to forgive i think um to forgive somebody else like to forgive yourself is hard it's really 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 hard to because it's part of that is also accepting that some of the stuff you did was shitty um and it's never nice is it it's never nice to sit down and go okay yeah i have these flaws and i did this and that wasn't great and i don't think very highly of myself for doing that yeah that can spiral out of control too real fast yeah i know how that process goes it's kind of like whack-a-mole you know that game (laughs) whack-a-mole yeah with all yeah yeah yeah. like you gotta whack it just keeps coming up and you have to keep doing it over and over again Mm. because i'm sitting there like think about who you used to be fucker like you used to be fit and not have these problems and now you're getting fat and now you're not where how are you spending your time you're just sitting around doing computer stuff like what are you doing and then it's like all right bro just let it go you're playing your hand you're not done so a little bit of forgiveness and move forward and then it's like i can i can just cut that i can sever that whack that mole so to speak and then yeah. and then just move on Move and on. Wait, so, wait for it. Will pop up again. So yep. get ready to whack it down again. Oh, yeah, that shame, yeah. that guilt. Like, and it, like you sit down, end of the day, and it's like, look down. It's like I have a gut. I'm like, how did I let that happen? But it's also mm-hmm. like, well, your body doesn't really work. So I mean, you're not. You haven't like taken up drugs. You haven't started smoking. You haven't done anything crazy. So maybe just uh, let that one go and just continue on. You'll deal with it if and when you can. Yeah. Yeah, be kind to yourself. Like, talk to yourself. There's a there's a lady called Veronica Dearly um, who has, like, this little quote thing of, like, talk to yourself the way you would talk to a uh, cute little bunny. <laughs> and it works. <laughs> Just be kind to yourself. Like, you know, don't, I, yeah, the whole, like, should, could, would thing. Just yeah. be kind. Just, like, just be, okay, I did this today. That was great. I'm, and like, oh, I'm sure in, in the first time we spoke, we, t- we spoke about gratitude, didn't we? <laughs> like, yeah, I being just realized I talked to myself like the do have. teenager that just ruined his dad's car. Like I'm talking to that kid. Pretty hard yeah. on myself. Yeah. So easy to do that. Yeah. Well, that's our go to because we're like, we're instinctly our worst critics, right? So we we need to learn to become our biggest cheerleaders. Be the humble bragger. Don't even be humble about it. Just be a bragger. Just be like, yeah, I'm great. I did <laughs> yeah, this I today. Woohoo! I had yeah. so much pie the last four days. Oh, what pie? Apple, uh, Dutch apple and pumpkin. You, yeah, you must have like had loads of pie recently. You've had Thanksgiving, haven't you? Yeah, I still have uh, an entire pie in my porch, just like cooling off. I miss pies. Yeah. And I can <sighs> feel bad about it. But I really enjoyed eating it. So uh, 
Yeah, why yeah, feel just bad? Few it days sounds out like of it year. tasted good. Yeah, if I'm just like beating myself up all over every little decision I make, then we're not really going to get far in this. No. So we got to, yeah, just kind of forgive. Don't forget, just learn. Like, oh, if you really didn't like that, if it really bothered you, maybe don't eat six pieces of pie next time. Yeah, you know, <laughs> add some add some discipline. Yep. I have a drink <laughs> for that. <laughs> QAD, QAD, discipline. Are they sponsoring you yet? No. If they're not, they should be. No, they're they're good. They don't need any of my help. They yeah. They have a whole bunch of people on that train. You uh yeah, you, you survive off that stuff, don't you, sometimes? Yeah, I drink it like water. <laughs> Love it. It uh, it was like one of the only things though that could get me out of that like really um oh my gosh, I'm drawing a bl- oh chronic fatigue. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. And I would just like destroy the fatigue and I was there again. I'm like, oh I love this feeling and it's there's no sugar. It's not like monster or anything crazy. Like, let's do mm-hmm. it again. Yeah, so, that yeah. monster stuff scares me. Yeah, there's some wacky stuff in there. Yeah. But hey, we kind of, you. T- I'm glad you mentioned the talking about the spirituality, the Christianity thing. And a lot of people get all, oh no, they're getting, he's talking about Christianity again, but tough shit. Deal with it. Love it. Thank you. Yeah. I'm tired of just like being careful with the stuff all the time. That's another thing too that can hold you back. If you don't just talk to people and say what you want to say or say what's on your mind, I'm not saying like give somebody a piece of your mind. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just talking about if something's bothering you, if you want to solve a problem or if you actually want to have a conversation with somebody, don't hold back. Just Mm. say what needs to be said. I mean, I'm not saying be an asshole either. I'm just saying don't hold back. Don't keep all these little secrets to yourself and just hold all that in. So I'm going to try not to do that with the podcast anymore. And be so careful and try because I'm trying to bring like a the biggest audience that I can and mm-hmm. to make everybody feel cozy and comfortable. Mm-hmm. But you just can't do that. Nobody can. There's always going to yeah. be those people that are like, "No, nah, I don't like this guy," or "No, I wish he would have spoken his mind." He kind of holds back. I don't like that. So I don't want that to happen. I want this to be like free reign. You can just say what you want. Yeah, no filter. But back on uh, back on the Christianity thing, I heard something mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, same friend a couple weeks ago during that conversation. Um, he pointed me to a video I was watching. Oh, by the way, before I get to that, I just started Instagram live. So what, right now, yeah, right now they can only hear me, but okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna, <laughs> wait, 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 can I, can I watch you on Instagram live? Actually? Yes. <laughs> so if anybody, if anybody does want to like throw a question in there. And get us to talk about something. I thought that would be fun. Love it. We'll see. Always welcome questions. I've never done a live. I am now live. Yes. <laughs> My computer just notified me that Chronic Victory Podcast started a live video. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I'm such a fan. <laughs> All right. So. Wait, wait, wait. No filter. Yes. Yeah. No filter. I'm going to start just saying uh, what's on my mind. I'm not going to hold back and try to please everybody anymore is he recording i think he said recording dude i hope this works oh, so to, to anyone watching what we're trying to do is establish how to do a live podcast <laughs> but we've decided so to do well. this we it decided to do so this well. halfway through recording the actual podcast and I ever can't. since facebook took over instagram it's just gone to shit now recording <laughs> 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 
Craig's back. <laughs> I, I'm going to have like five different recordings to splice together. This is going to be insane. <laughs> Can you take anything that we've got? I mean, there's no, there's no content worth having from the Instagram Live, is there? Let's be honest. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Instagram Live is just a shit show. Anyways, we're recording a podcast right now. If you want to be involved, type in a question, type something in. We'll talk about it. So, before Craig... The stupid droid interrupted me again. Keeps disconnecting time. us on Discord, which all the gamers keep, I think, keep kicking us off. What are we talking about? You were going to ask something about my alpha course. You said that you and your friend ah, had, yes. yeah, yes, the alpha course. So he was telling me. So she sent me this video, and this video basically said, in the in the days of old, let's go back, biblical times, that there's evidence in the Bible that suggests that simply by being here and alive that you serve a purpose and are part of something larger. And that, and this is what it was even more intriguing to me, is that God would erase an entire lineage and name based on corruption and sin. And I'm like, well, what? And if you've ever read part of the Bible, they always keep track of like, so-and-so was father to so-and-so. And it just like goes on. It's this long chain of, of lineage and people's you know, who, who everybody's father was down to uh, Christ even. And so there would be, there was one instance in the Bible that, I, and I, I'll have to look back and talk to him because I don't, can't remember shit these days, but where this one name, and it might have even been the lineage of Christ himself, but there was this one name that this family was so sinful that God essentially is like, no, don't record that one and leave them out. And then essentially they're wiped. If you think about it, they're wiped out in memory. Like we don't even know who these people are or Mm. nor do we need to. And then you think about your own purpose in present day and you're like, well, you don't want to just kind of be erased. And, and then there's nothing. So that's kind of an indication, like anything you do here matters. And simply by being here and not erased and you have hands and you have a voice and you have an ability of some sort, that is reason enough to proceed and have purpose. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, My fear the whole time from you saying purpose was that you were going to ask what my purpose is. Um, So I'm glad you haven't, because I would like to ask you what your purpose is, what you believe your purpose is. If you believe you have one or if you like, if that's something you've been given or something that you're currently searching for. That's something I'm interested in to come back to. Yeah, that's, um, di- that's as dynamic as my disability is, to be honest. I even said to my wife last night, she's like, why, why are you frustrated? Because I, I, ha- I had a look on my face. I'm just like trying to, I'm kind of annoyed with trying to continuously find my purpose in all this. But I know it's there. Just something I can't quite put my finger on all the time. And you could say, and, and I have obvious reasons, like, children to care for, um, a wife, a home, and the podcast means a lot to me too. But I just like, what's what's the more? What's the more thing that I'm looking for? And then how do you actually find it? And how, how do you actually identify it whilst going through all these appointments and surgeries that are lined up and stuff like that? There's not really room to, there's not a lot of room to breathe, but there also is not a lot of room to find some sort of purpose for yourself. But if you think also about laws of reality, here I go again, but we can touch, we can hear, we can speak, see things, interpret things. 
And if, if you can do any one of those things, then you can change the course of events in our world. Like if I mm-hmm. decide to use my hand, just knock my coffee off my desk, I manipulated, I changed my environment. So thinking of it from a very, very small scope, but let's expand that. If I decide to reach somebody on Instagram, for example, or just anywhere, somebody hears the podcast and it's it's like they take that little piece of knowledge, something that they like from it, plant it in here. I'm pointing to my head, but I guess you can see me. And then they use that. Or if I even go out, if I'm out and about here in town and I talk to somebody and we have a little conversation, one could argue that even even my small interaction shifted the course of events in that person's day who is even by the smallest amount, maybe like, I don't know, five to 10 seconds later or earlier in a place that they were going to be in the future. So like you actually are manipulating your environment in the world all the time. That's kind of like the argument is that simply by being here and being allowed to be here and being allowed to wake up every day, you have purpose and, and people will always say it's your responsibility to go out and find it. But the finding, I'm finding that seeking it is not only difficult, but it's tiring and confusing sometimes. And that the world tries to kind of pull you into thinking that you are the main character all the time. Mm-hmm. And I don't always think that's the case. And if you if you think of like an army, it takes multiple departments and multiple operations and, and units to, to actually achieve something. Or even like a, I like the Formula One team aspect. Like there's one guy that simply looks at the aerodynamics of the car or there's like one guy that changes a tire and he has to like meet all of his marks. And without that one cog in the whole operation, the whole thing fails. Otherwise, if, if they, if they achieve that, they win the championship, they win the race or anything like that. That's because the whole team was cohesive and worked together. I guess what I'm getting at is you don't have to be the main character to have purpose, make a difference. But it is frustrating if you're not 100% certain on what the purpose is. That reminds me, I'm going to go even further a little bit. It's kind of, do you hear my dog? My dog's going nuts. I, I want to, I don't know how to shut him up. It's been like this for four days. He's just like this grumpy old man. Throw treats at it. I need like a real studio or something. You'll get that. You'll get it's that. Kinda, yeah. It's kind of like the work, the work environment though. If you're, if your management or your leadership doesn't tell you why, you're doing the stuff, well, then your team is going to have a hard time performing, getting things done. And I see that that kind of relates to, and I'm sure there's a lot of other people out there that are like me too, where it's like, you know, you know, you're here for a reason and you have purpose, but, and there's some obvious reasons that you can identify right away, but you're, you're kind of searching for that deeper thing. And you're kind of wondering, well, how do I actually, how do I actually identify that when I'm going to have multiple surgeries coming up and I have all these trials and and then there's a disconnect from mind and body where the body is not working or functioning as it as it should, quote unquote, or as it could, I should say could instead. And then a lot of times you're only able to retreat into the mind, which can be kind of a dangerous place sometimes. Oh, I'm done. Deep. Go ahead. That's deep. <laughs> you sure? Can take a breath? <laughs> yeah. I'm starting to sweat. I got this uh, candle. It's getting kind of hot in here. I like it. I li- I li- that's well, yeah, that's. That's deep. Thanks, bro. For me, so many times when you were talking through that, I was thinking, yeah, okay, so what's the purpose of that and what's the purpose of that? So, like, I think purpose means 
so many different things for so many different people in so many different contexts, doesn't it? Yeah. Like the context of the word. So like bringing it back to your surgery, the purpose of that surgery, the intention of that surgery is to help make you feel better, isn't it? And you will only know if that served its purpose once it's happened and once you're in the recovery stage. Right. So I don't I don't think I don't think we necessarily know or are ever meant to know what our purpose is. I feel like it's a process of reflection and understanding and looking back and sort of dissecting different things about you or different events that you've been involved with and how you've impacted somebody and I think for me that's when I go oh that's what my purpose was there and then I don't think you necessarily know at the time because I think if you did know what's the point in carrying on because Mm. when you get to the end of a game you have two choices usually at the end of a game right is you start again or you close it don't come back to it you like if you finally discover what your purpose is and you achieve your purpose what then (laughs) and maybe it's maybe it's there's nothing to continue to strive for is there yeah maybe it's not a singular either maybe it's dynamic it's always changing Mm. so much that we can't understand it like our human brains can't fathom kind of the reason or the purpose yeah one thing's for sure one thing i'm sure of is that we we're meant to intervene and engage with one another, mm-hmm. I think. And you For could sure. say, yeah, make a difference. But we kind of do that anyway. Like people are always like, I want to make a difference. But we already do. Just kind of like by being here. Are you yeah. not altering the world just by simply existing? You kind of are. So I'm talking about intervening and engaging. And intervening as in when you feel that something needs to be shifted in a certain direction, that's where you cut into it. You intervene. You get yeah. involved. You start engaging with other humans about human stuff. Mm-hmm. Kind of like this. Yeah. You know what I pisses think, me off? What What pisses you off, David? Craig, the android. He's not cut us off again, is he? I don't know. I'm getting like mixed messages from him. Imagine. Imagine if all of that is now gone. This is like the AIM. <laughs> you remember AIM? Imagine you ever use like AOL? If that like 10-minute wormhole. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember Smarter Child from Instant Messenger? AIM? No. And it would be like this bot that you talk to and it just talks back. It's like that. Yeah. I don't like this. I'm going to go back to Zoom, I think, after this. We're not a fan of Greg. We should have never left Zoom. I'm sorry. The cl- It's more clear, though. You can't. You got to admit. Oh, the sound is much better. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that it's unreliable, it turns out. Yeah. 100%. So, sorry about that. But I'll make it work with what I got. Don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. It always is. You know what else? What did, else? Wait, well, did you finish your thought? Were you? Uh, did I cut you off? I think I cut you off. No, I think I, <laughs> I think I said all I have to say. But yeah, for me, for me, yeah, just keep keep searching and keep going. I don't think that. I think that that's that was my point. Really, is that I don't think we ever really realize our full potential or our full purpose. You said something about the overused phrase of making a difference. Yeah. That sort of made me think, sort of triggered a thought process of like, yeah, social, like, yeah, no, let's not go down that wormhole actually right now. I will, <laughs> I will have to eat at some point this evening. So don't, let's, let's not get myself started on the influence of social media and like, oh, we, you know, could, we could go on for days. 
but everybody everybody makes a difference in everybody's like not everybody's but in every interaction that you have with another human being is an opportunity to make a difference in their lives so it's it comes down to choosing what difference you're going to make whether it's going to be a positive or a negative I think but everyone everyone can and everyone does make a difference the way you said it earlier I was like oh yeah when people that you see on social media or on the news just saying when the ego is driving yeah oh ego I have a little note about that. I was actually going to ask you about that anyway. This is brilliant. This is my next thing. This is perfect. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> yeah. So many people will, well, not even just people, but so many things will have you believe that you're kind of like I said before, like, you're like the center of it all. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just you. Like, do you? You're all that matters. And we kind of live in this world where everyone's a master of life. A land full of self-help gurus mm-hmm. and coaches galore. And I see a lot of children, I'll call them children, that claim they've achieved experience, the ultimate experience in life. And it's like everybody's a coach now, but we need more students in, in a world full of coaches. Who are you going to teach if you think you already know things? Mm-hmm. I don't want to come across anymore as like this guy that knows things because I don't know shit about anything. Like I know stuff and I know what I've gone through and kind of learn from it mm-hmm. and that's what i want to convey here but i'm not the master of anything and I, I think what i what i can do is learn from my own stuff and then just communicate that so i realized a few days ago that i'm just a student and i kind of like being there because it being a student is a lot easier and opens a lot more doors than trying to be the teacher or the coach all the time Mm-hmm. quite friend like and i didn't know that probably even six months ago i didn't think about that i wanted to be the master i wanted to be the the mentor i wanted to be the teacher and like i can tell people stuff. you want to be the jedi of yeah, chronic. yeah that's more ego talking that's interesting yeah you know people take what, their what? talents and their gifts and they start to believe they're above everything else kind of like you're above it all so what I'm interested in is how and why you started to question whether it was your ego talking. Well, the first answer is easy. I have a book called mm-hmm. The Ego is the Enemy. Excellent. Because I want to learn how to destroy it. Because I learned a lot, you know, and any young man will tell you, especially in their early, they'll go back to reference their early 20s when they're invincible and they'll be like, yeah, if, I, if only I'd have suppressed my ego and, and known how to do that. I could have accomplished a lot more. Or I could have done a lot more with my time and not been so stubborn. And it kind of goes back to the first thing that we were talking about was like picking your battles. Mm-hmm. And where where are you exhausting all your effort and resources? And it's kind of like the ego. If the ego starts driving, that's where you lose a lot of yourself, a lot of your freedom and your choices and stuff. So I have a book, but then I realized that I, I too, like most young men, almost if not all that uh, I'd say like 98% I'm just pulling a number out of my ass, but of young men have this problem where, where ego starts driving and it. It's, it, it's where ego and confidence kind of intertwine and then they get confused and then they start using the ego and thinking it's confidence and they start confusing what confidence really is. And where I, and I see a lot of women who are like, and maybe you can help me answer this, they're not confident until they put some clothes on or like put their makeup on. But I'm like, wait, well, hang on. Why aren't you confident to, to start? 
and then you just feel more assured after you put your makeup on. Like we got to figure out why you're not confident to begin with. Instead, yeah, you got to put yeah, on that garb that makes you confident suddenly. Yeah, help me with that. Well, it's a lot of a lot of the responsibility. I mean, where do you where do you want to start with that particular? <laughs> <issue>? <laughs> Anywhere, man. There's no right answer. Um, We're just hanging out. Well, so it, it's a continuous battle. I feel for women to be respected and heard. So if any person feels they have to make any sort of effort to be noticed or heard or taken seriously, that is going to affect their confidence. And that is something that is, in my experience, inherent within women because of the patriarchy. (laughs) And I look forward to a day where we no longer feel the need to celebrate the fact that a woman has done anything, anything without a face of makeup or something for themselves or like, because that for me will feel like this is a quality. This is women. Like it doesn't matter what a woman does. She will always get bashed for it because there will be some always currently like always and there will be someone there will be someone that bashes me for having this opinion um no i guess yeah uh or or saying what i'm saying i come from a different world where like um a lot of the best leaders i had in law enforcement were strong badass women that like i wouldn't want to tangle with them like i would it would just make me feel bad about myself and they were and Mm. they were like people that you respected too, like very authoritative but also had some heart you know and i found that women i found in my experience women were the best leaders because of that because i knew how to balance that whereas guys it kind of the men it came down to like if you didn't want to follow their or you had a question about their direction it was start of like almost like a personal attack on who they were whereas the women would start to they'd actually like more focus on well why is he asking this question they're starting because i think they would often more, I mean, I could be wrong too, but it, it seemed like they were more in tune to everybody's concerns and feelings, whereas the men were like very rigid and this is how it's going to be. Otherwise, you know, I'll write you up or something. There's some sort of yeah, kind of ego, physical response. Yeah, which that, so yeah, so then we're talking ego, we're talking toxic masculinity again there. Because like that, I, I really look forward to a day and like I really hope that we see it if not, like your kids will see it, I'm sure. I really hope because things are moving fast. Thankfully, things are moving fast. Like with technology, they're not losing fast enough. If <laughs> if uh, if if the human race is living as in <laughs> in an equal way, uh, could move as fast as technology moves, we'd be who knows where we'd we. We brag about technology, but they still haven't made a diaper that catches it all. That's bullshit. <laughs> I, I, it's 2020 and i couldn't like when i my kids were born and i was going through the diaper phase i'm like okay we were supposed to have flying cars we got like ferraris we got spacex we're thinking about mm-hmm. going to mars but we don't have a diaper that can catch it all what's wrong with us man don't even know don't even Sorry, know we focus our, personal our, frustration. Our, our priorities are consistently in the wrong place aren't they <laughs> That's actually a truth that seems to be a seems to be a theme for us as human beings. Our all priorities, right. yeah. Our priorities, priorities are our purpose. 
Ooh. And I, okay, you might disagree, but I think the the whole toxic masculinity thing is simply just ego. And we're trying to like, we're getting confused about, about what it is. Like, I don't think it's its own separate thing. I don't think that you could go to the doctor and he's like, I'm sorry, sir. It appears you have toxic masculinity. Take two of these per day. I think it's just like your ego is driving. Yeah, but I think the, um, I think there's also a level of responsibility from women that, uh, need to that yeah need to take responsibility for their view of what a real man is in commas like what a real man looks like you know like what what does a real man and a real woman look like it's like somebody recently like bringing it back into the sort of like chronic illness world I recently got a note on my car because I was using my blue badge and someone saw me get out of my car go into the shops do my shopping come back and had left a note saying this is reserved for um disabled people only you don't look disabled to us uh <laughs> we have you on cctv oh my uh please don't use it again type thing at which i was flipping fuming and went into the shop and said if this is one of your members of staff i want them to have a like this is an this is unacceptable my condition is invisible. I shouldn't have to explain that. It's 2020. Yeah, don't they have something to stock on the shelves? Yeah. Or something else to do? Yeah, right. So it turns out it wasn't a member of their staff team, thankfully. It was a member of the public. But they looked at me and judged me. They made a judgment. Ah, oh, the public. That I can't be disabled. And I spoke to uh, a couple of friends. You know, I like sent a couple of messages to a couple of people being like, this, some jackass has put this on my car. This is shit. That's really like pissed me off. And the response, the response from my, from the majority of my friends was, "What does a disa- disabled person look like then?" Yeah, look, be or behave in a certain way, and that's the same with that's the same with men and women. Like there are, there shouldn't be labels and there shouldn't be definitions on explaining on anyone having to explain their existence or their behaviors based on their sex. Yeah, can't and people th- just so- leave you alone? So, so you know, so but women need to take responsibility in that. We all need to take responsibility with if we if we want to like get rid of toxic masculinity as like a thing or a label or a concept. Is that if some if if a male wants and needs to be emotional, then we need to make space for that and we need to respect that. Oh yeah. Did like, you did you hear the? Probably not because we have so much crap going on. But I had uh, Brandon Lingle on the podcast recently. And he said something that was just simplified exactly what you're saying. And that's like, two men, a man should be able to go up to another man and just be like, hey, bro, I'm struggling. And just, and just be emotional, and that's fine. That, to me, is more masculine than, I don't know, trying to suppress your emotions and yeah. maybe kind of reflect your frustrations with life onto other people. Yeah, it would be great but to you, see that as yeah, you should be able to just behavior. express your emotions and, and say to each other, like, when things are bad, yeah, th- this is... I'm not doing well. This is bad. I'm struggling. And here's why. And if you have to cry, and then fucking cry. I'm kind of getting through that whole, like, uh, especially with medication withdrawal. So I didn't even tell you about that. My goodness. I had a med change. So it was like uh, Mr. Emotional Roller Coaster over here. Where mm-hmm. I was crying. And I'm like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I think, all right, all right, don't freak out. It's just chemicals in your brain doing some stuff. You're already... You know, just ride it out for a couple of weeks. Don't don't get upset because you're getting upset. It's just it or also do. It's like, and if you do, that's okay too. <laughs> but yeah, I will say when it was done, I'm like, oh, like I actually, you know, your body actually feels relieved, and it, so there's a, 
I mean, there's a reason for it. And, and to suppress things that are natural kind of cleansing, I, I, what would you call them? Like kind of cleansing things that your body does naturally. If you suppress that, that's not good. I mean, yeah, nobody... it's not good. Like hold, holding in stress and anxiety releases cortisol, the stress hormone. Like that's not yeah. good. That's not you good. wouldn't hold your bladder for three weeks unless you're a dispatcher. Right? <laughs> and you have to, you, you have to pee in a, yeah. And you can't you leave, in trash you can't leave the terminal. But cry, that's, that's the purpose of crying. That's why we like, that's a huge part of why we are able to cry as human beings. Um, is yeah. it releases toxins and and brandon um, actually he was talking about his traumatic experience on the show and he started crying on the podcast mm-hmm. and i was like hey man you want me to cut that out and he's like no I'm like i don't care it's just that's who i am and and to me like he's probably the most man like masculine real true man i've met mm-hmm. and so i thought i mean that was even more eye-opening it's like and and he's a police sergeant and he's a good leader of people he's been to war and he's been through a lot of stuff and so to to hear from him, like crying is just kind of like you just said, it's just a part of human nature. It's a part of who you are. It's a part of who we are. And it's a cleansing thing that can happen. That was kind of eye opening. Like, yeah, yeah, like why why you gotta be ashamed? Like who's who's gonna actually be like making fun of you? Do you even value what those people have to say anyways? Sorry. <laughs> oh, I've seen that, messages. That was that was an awful point. An awful point for me to be looking at messages that are coming through when you're like, is there not value in what I've just said? I I'm just like, thought you wanted yeah, to get no, closer the, to me. No, that there totally is value in what you just said, but I totally missed it because I was checking out that uh, <laughs> C Moody 58 said emotions are awesome. And you're right, C Moody 58. Emotions are awesome. Yes. But I'm really sorry that I missed your last point, bro. Well, and, that, and that's, that's okay. Terrible friend over here. Well, an emotion. No, you're not. And emotions are the true demonstration of strength. It's not how much you can deadlift because nobody really cares. And a lot of people can deadlift more than you anyways. I mean, what I'm getting at is like, we're not really, you're not so tough. And me, and me neither. Like, I'm not tough either. So that like holding, trying to cling on to this persona that we're a bunch of badasses all the time and that we can do more than other people can or something or that we're more special because we are kind of especially in the States, we're kind of groomed that way to think that way. It's kind of like this consumer mindset, if you will. But that's all the stuff that's, that's not a demonstration of strength. That's just kind of, I guess, just kind of being egotistical and in some it's cases. Interesting. That's really interesting. Cause, cause I'm like, I'm currently on, like, I would say I'm, I'm on like a little bit of a high. The chronic like, victory podcast. high. confidence. <laughs> yes. The CVP high. Um, and I recognize that as confidence because, and I am, I yeah. am feeling, I am feeling like I am a badass. I'm feeling like I have been through, I've been through some shit. Yeah. I know, you know, there's always going to, there's always going to be the next man that's been through more, but I'm like, yeah, no, I, I do recognize that I have had, um, I have had some shit happen and I have dealt with it in some terrible ways, but I'm also currently right now really proud of, who I am and who I am becoming and who I am set to become. Who knows who that is? But I, it's really interesting that you say that you talk about ego and consider whether that's the ego. And I'll go away and sort of reflect on that and explore that a bit because I wouldn't want it to get to a point of, I wouldn't want my confidence level right now to get to a point of it being egotistical. Well, to be honest, I don't see that problem with you and I never have. 
that's why it was i wanted to be careful talking about it but there's potential to, like, for just, it isn't like, there pat your back but i haven't I, I don't see that from you at all you, you're usually more like concerned about the other person involved in whatever we're talking about than you are anything about yourself so mm. even in our personal conversations so well yeah i'd like to think that i i would like to think that i will always um remain considerate but yeah i mean i appreciate that i appreciate that you are saying that my confidence isn't my isn't being egotistical um but i think it, i think it wouldn't be unhealthy for me to check in on that now and again I might come back to you in a couple of months' time when I'm feeling like victorious. <laughs> well, ego <laughs> like, suppression, that's like that's like the whack-a-mole game too. Yeah. Forgiveness, we, we already, I th- maybe we didn't start the live before that. We, we were talking about forgiveness, forgiving people, forgiving yourself, not being so hard on yourself all the time. But the ego and the, how you need to, I mean, it's going to constantly, repeatedly pop up where you're like very shameful and feeling the guilt and then you have to cut that out. But same thing with ego suppression. I think that's that's like the whack-a-mole game, too. It's just going to keep coming up, but you have to keep smacking it down. Just stay humble about what's going on. Yeah, and if you can and do that, that then, and you're willing to kind of like, like I was just trying to make a point before. I don't even know if I did because I'm just all over the place. But like everybody's a coach, but I want to be the student. Because if you're the student and you have willingness to learn, then you can be free. You can set yourself free that way. You're actually more flexible if you're not the the person that knows everything. If you're not the coach, mm. I think that's pretty self evident. I don't I don't think that's me just like expressing my opinion. No, I think it's impossible to know everything about anything. Yeah, and I and I I have I have that sort of. Uh, this, I mean, this is anyone that, and it also includes ego. Anyone that comes across to me as being like a know it all or a like, oh yeah, I've got a phd in that therefore i fucking wrote the book instantly i just write him off the dickhead <laughs> like you know shit but instead of writing you him off as a dickhead what if you're like well what what got them to that point that they actually think they know all that stuff if i want to even put in the time to you know or what got that. them to the point where they need to speak in a way that makes them sound so important that it belittles people around them yeah Comes back to the why. Why? What's going on for them? What's below there? What's below the surface? You know what I keep thinking of? So the last couple minutes, I just keep thinking of the the atheist argument. Mm-hmm. And you said like you don't really know you don't really know everything. And I heard nobody. What was it? Uh, the people that don't believe in in God, for example, unless you possess all knowledge, you can't say that there is not a God. Yeah. So that. That applies to me too, and you, and everybody else. We can't just put something in a box unless we have all knowledge about it, including that person that we write off as a dickhead. Uh, it's sad to say, they, I mean, and they're probably being a dickhead. Let's be real. But there's something there that that either they're not dealing with, or maybe it hurt them, or the, something that left an imprint on them, or perhaps they're carrying something where we think they're a dickhead. Yeah. But I thought that was like okay, unless. That's true, and I have to. That's kind of like staying humble too. Is unless I possess all knowledge about somebody's issue, or if somebody's coming at me, then I really don't get to make a decision. Like I can decide how what I want to do with it if I want to spend time on it or not, because we all have that ability and we all have that right. But we've had some really nice comments, by the way. Yeah, I know my my brother Carlos, brother from another mother, Carlos was in there. Thank you, Carlos. Miss you, brother. That was cool. 
Thank you, Michelle, for what you said. That's really kind. She is Michaela. a badass, Michelle. Michaela. Michelle, Michelle, Michaela, Michaela, probably. Bella. It's Michelle. Michelle, Bella. Thank you. This is awesome. Yeah, Love unless it. we possess all knowledge on something, I don't know how we can just write it off. That was kind of the point I took from that. Kind of reminded me not to just jump to conclusions or think that somebody's just inherently bad all the time or that somebody's always just trying to to be bad or be mean to you just to be bad and be mean. Because the only person people that do that are human resource people. We all know that. Yeah. And they and they chose to go into that job. So Yes, like Michael Caine says from Batman, some men just want to watch the world burn. I can't do his accent very well. That that wasn't far off. Well but, but this microphone's right. not helping me either. Um but yeah, but it's no true. One, some people do. And no one is born inherent like nobody nobody is born bad. Like People aren't born with bad bones in their body. Unfortunately, the world around us and around us and experiences around us shape who we are. So if you have a really unfortunate amount of bad experiences, it literally shapes how your brain works and functions. And uh, depending on when you first experience bad things, because everyone will experience bad things, it can change the shape of your brain. Like I think if it's, don't quote me, but uh, I think in child develop like child development terms, I think before the age of eight, if there's like significant trauma before the age of eight, then it can change the shape of the brain and has potential to forever affect how that person will process information and connect with the world around them. So yeah, interesting. Just coming coming back to the main point being that, like, we never really know, do we? We never know. Yeah, the world does things to people, but there's also, there's a way, what's, what's more evident to me now, today, than was even a year ago, is that there's, there is a way things work here. Like, there's a set, and maybe you'll agree with me, too, on this, I want to know what you think, but worldly issues, there, there's like a set of laws and rules here. I think we can establish that. Like, there's a way things work. So, like, there's not some. I don't like to think of it as like there's some. Some people think they're cursed, or they just have like bad luck, or that this like people just do this stuff to them. But the it's kind of like there's rules that don't allow some sort of uh, intervention in in many cases. But the world does things to you. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, and that's where people get hung up on like why did God do this to me or what, but it's like, and I used to be that person like was if, if God exists, why would he let me get sick and and go through all this and deal with dead kids and and stuff? And like, it's not fair and just get mad. But it's like God or God didn't do that stuff. That was the world. This is all, this is all here in, in, and there's a set of rules and laws here that we, maybe we don't need understand them all the time, but we know they're there. And so those things that we were and things that we were talking about earlier about that people carry with them and bad experiences and and traumas and like that's the world that does that to them. Would you agree with that? Yeah, 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 certainly. And um, you and Stuart discussed that in your podcast about faith, didn't you? Is like it's the response, like yeah. humans, whether you believe in a god or not, God isn't responsible for everything that happens to anyone. Yeah. There are a lot of responsibility on, on human beings to make. I mean, we have the freedom of choice with a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. 
which was a is and quote a god given right. Yeah. Mm, nice. So Let's see what you did there. <laughs> um, I know you and I have spoken in depthly before about responsibilities, and it's so much of it just comes down to responsibility and accountability for how we interpret what information we're given and how we act towards others. And just anyone taking responsibility and accountability at any point. I've gone off on a tangent because I've suddenly realised I've got like 10%. This show's all tangents. I've got <laughs> so many tangents today. I, I like love tangents. It. This, really is, this really is just a us kicking We're back digging, man. Shit, we're, like, isn't it? we're like two Minecrafters just getting to the bottom of things. Just so digging. Many, so many wormholes that we've gone Breaking down Breaking pickaxes left and right, man. So many. But I can't even remember what, what question you asked me. It's gone. It's gone. Oh, I don't know. I don't it's been a good day, either. though. You're talking about responsibility. <laughs> worldly things you know the world does things to you yes right okay thank you got me back on track uh no matter what you've been through you have a responsibility to make it better for yourself so you're not responsible you are not at fault for the thing that happened but you are responsible for making it better because you are the only person that can change it i agree with that even if And easy for me to say, but even if you're in a situation where maybe you're doomed either way or like either way, it's not going to go well, you still, just by being here, you simply have the responsibility to play your hand. Mm -hmm. And and as long as you play it to the best that you can, or even if it's just the bare minimum and you have to survive, which survival we've talked about a long time ago is a admirable thing to do. If that if that's all you can do, if that if that's all you can do, that's perfectly okay, and you can feel you'll at least have some sort of I would think peace about you and your situation if you knew you played your hand rather than if you went to the end and you're like oh I didn't I don't know what would have happened if I would have done X Y Z. So as long as you play your the hand that you're dealt in life, and it's not easy. It's not ever going to be easy, but as long as you do that. You can lay down at the end of the day each day and feel pretty good. You should be able to sleep pretty sound, I would hope. and Or at least feel some sort of peace in your situation. Yeah, well, well, because, like, surviving takes a lot of energy. Certainly, yeah. Like, surviving takes an awful lot of energy um, and courage when you're not feeling it. Like, doing the bare minimum basics of getting up, feeding yourself, being here to fight another day, that that is admirable. That's admirable on any given day. I agree. What do you say? You want to wrap things up? My co-host. Co-host. My homie from Hereford. I'm really proud of you. I was going to say that. Don't steal my words. No, I am. I'm really, really, really proud of you. Getting to number 50 is a huge achievement, but especially through the year that you have had. I mean, even the last two months that you've had in themselves i'm so proud of you for being you staying in the fight and uh promoting to others that they should as well and being real about it the whole time i'm really like it's done a lot for me you you will never know the impact that you've had on my life and my recovery and so i'm I'm forever grateful that we connected when we did and that we continue to and I'm, i'm i'm proud of us both for us both continuing to uh, be excited about our progression. Well, you're the best co-host I ever had. Thanks, man. <laughs> I right, appreciate I'm that. Gonna stop the live because. Well, Thank you to everyone who first I have to learn how to do it. Yeah, thanks everybody. And 
we just kind of did this spur of the moment. And thanks for joining us. Uh, so we're going to wrap up the rest of the podcast off the live, but have a great Sunday, everybody else. Hopefully our robot friend is still with us. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I hope you heard something that inspired you and that you continue to tune in. Feel free to reach out to me on social media or by email. Also, if you're in a position to donate, I have a Patreon account set up to support this podcast and the community behind it. Whatever you're going through and whatever your situation is, stay in the fight.